0: Reading in bed. Reading in bed. Reading in bed. Reading in bed. Hi guys, And Reading in bed, episode forty-five. Some sad news today. Before we start, now obviously anybody's been a regular viewer to our podcast over the last three and three-quarter years. Would have known, obviously. I've been co-hosting this podcast with Amanda Steele. Unfortunately, Amanda has now left the project, so we have a new co-host in with us. New co-host, would you like to introduce yourself to everybody?
1: It's me, Amanda Nicholson.
0: <laughs> Who is Amanda Nicholson?
1: Formerly <laughs> Amanda Steele.
0: Exactly. Now, of course, now, I'm wondering why the name changed, Amanda.
1: Because somebody was stupid enough
0: to marry me. <laughs> I wonder who that was then. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who that was, Amanda. Did you know who that was?
1: <laughs>
0: I got lost, though. Yeah. Well, anyway. That's so, <laughs> yeah, that, of course, happened. Obviously, now, this is getting released, obviously, on the Monday, the 6th of September, or around that territory. This actually was recorded just before that, of course. And me and Amanda got married. and Amanda, on Saturday, the 4th of September. yeah.
1: In the ah. future and the past at the same time. It's World's a conflict. strange timey-wimey.
0: <laughs> Worlds collided, that's all I'm going to say. So, okay, guys and girls, So seriously now. Obviously, this is, like I said, it is Reading in Bed, episode 45. What is Reading in Bed, Amanda, as a podcast?
1: It's a book review podcast.
0: What is unusual about this episode today, Amanda, before we go into news?
1: We've only got four books between them yeah we've that's two, books that we've
0: buffered. two of them not one two yeah yes. and like we've done it in podcasts before where we've done three a joint book and obviously two solo books i don't ever recall us doing you might have had a podcast where you might have read more of them than me but it's usually worked out roundabouts done it so usually yes. worked out roundabout and balanced out I normally mean, that's why this is a bit different today because we're going to be doing like i said two joint review books and one solo book each so but before we get to that, news. Amanda, what news have you got?
1: Okay, so on the 27th of August, we had the live launch from From the Shadows, a printed words anthology. And we had seven of us <laughs> reading our work. And that's available to watch on the printed words page on Facebook.
0: Yeah, it looks very looks looks good news. It's really, really good news Sounds like it. I'm really, proud, I'm really proud of that book, too. It's a little I've helped you out with it, Amanda. So it be a good, it's been an excellent book. So people can easily find that on all the usual places, can't they?
1: Yeah, it's everywhere.
0: Everywhere and anywhere. So now, apart from that, what other news have you got, Amanda? I know you've got plenty of news. You're always good for a bit of news.
1: I have a flash fiction collection that's on pre order that's going to be out on the 10th of September, and it's called Little Splashes.
0: Yeah, now what made you want oh, to do fl- what what's made you
1: want to do a flash fiction? I just saw so many pieces lying about. I just pieced them together. And the thing is, down set the pre-order up, I'm coming up with pieces on my computer that I'd forgotten about that didn't even get in the collection because I just didn't find them when I was putting the collection together.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting, really, I suppose you manda, isn't it? That really, because we sorted this out because you've been writing flash fiction a lot longer than I have. And like it was People are wondering. Obviously, we do our own little informal workshop, and you've been producing quite a few pieces and that. And is that where some of these pieces have come from? Do you reckon in hindsight? Then
1: I would say more than half of them have some old pieces, and others were just pieces that I just wrote for whatever reason, like for specific calls that just didn't get a like a reply or got rejected.
0: Yeah, you well, know, so it's going to be a good book. So I've been looking forward to seeing that now. You've got other, other books on the way as well, haven't you? Do you want to give any other hints what you're doing at the moment, future projects beyond that?
1: Yeah, so I'm putting together a collection of articles that are adapted on Medium because I do a blogging on there, and they're about different parts of like the writing and publishing process. So it's not like a complete how-to guide. It's just like, here's everything in my brain. I hope it helps you. <laughs>
0: No, know, no, know. and you've also um, we've all we've also got some joint projects in the go, haven't we So well? So
1: yeah, we've got the follow up to Runaway with Me in seven words, which is called Runaway with Me again in eight words. And everyone's
0: wondering how many words is that Amanda? Eight words. Eight words. And what else have we got coming up?
1: And we're doing a winter book together, which we don't have a title for yet. No, even though that, I, did have, I did have some ideas, but what we'll, we'll we'll argue over that later.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's that that be one for. We can get divorced on camera before we could have just got married as well. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> so. and the next episode
1: will be like, and here's Amanda Steele she's come back again.
0: Yeah, that's how Amanda,
1: cow. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. Amanda <laughs> Steele's do the podcast by herself next time. Next episode, and the end's walked away. That's, <laughs> He's quit. Right. <laughs> so yeah. now but otherwise, of course, um I um, a few bits pieces on my side, mostly forthcoming stuff. So I've not got nothing new coming up at the minute. I've just started work on your Europa Five, which I do with my friend Nick Ambrister, those video ran anti-war poems. We've done I've done, we've been doing this for about ten years now. It tends to be every two, three years. We produce a new book. So I've done about a quarter of my next book on that one. And that's on the Afghanistan situation at the moment, and it's which is frankly shocking. So um also I've got I want the second book of my Sunday Tribune articles as well. Now that website, unfortunately, has gone down now. So I'm carrying it on, on my own blog because I've got a lot of features that I've wanted to wanted to do in the Sunday Tribune. So there will be a second book of this probably coming out probably November, December as well. So yeah. and said, Everyone who knows me on that. Don't we, Amanda? Play it by here so. Yeah. Um also got speak easy coming up. Well, damn this episode goes live. We've already had our September episode to feature on some Speakeasy at Cholton's Dull but we've got a special on September, Amanda, haven't we? Yeah,
1: as part of the Cholton Arts Festival.
0: Yeah, on Monday the 13th of September, which is bizarre really, because why is it bizarre this, Amanda, and Come on, about Speakeasy this month.
1: Because Speak Easy, when it was run by a different person, at least a part in us getting together, and it's now going to be the last one we do as being, well, we're unmarried, and the first one we do after we're married.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's going to be rather strange. So we've got that going up as well. So there's plenty going on at the moment. So watch your space. Now, okay, we're now going to move on for our first book review of the month, Amanda, aren't we?
1: Yeah.
0: Now, Would you like me to state where this first book is going to be?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, and do you want me to read the blurb as well? You can do. Okay. Okay, this is by Matthew Fitzsimmons, and the book is called Constance. Blurb. A breakthrough in human cloning becomes one woman's waking nightmare in a mind-bending thriller by the Wall Street journalist, best-selling author of the Gibson Vaughan series in the near future advances in medicine and quantum computing make human cloning a reality for the wealthy cheating death is the ultimate luxury to anti-cloning militants is an aberration against nature for young constant con dancey who was gifted her own clone by late answer is terrifying after a routine monthly upload of her consciousness stored for that inevitable transition something goes wrong and con wakes up in the clinic it's 18 months later. Her recent memories are missing. To her original, she's told, is dead. If that's true, what does that make her? The secrets of Con's discourse new life are very deep. So, are those how and why she died. To uncover the truth, Con is retracing the last days she can recall. Crofton past with a detective, is just as curious. On the run, she needs someone she can trust because one thing has become clear Con had been marked for murder all over again. Right, okay. Now, there's a few things to talk about this book, straight away. Now, I'm going to have to ask Amanda the obvious question here, and then pinning this one because um, Amanda is a member on a very good Twitter group called Men Writing Women Badly. That's the name of the group, Amanda, isn't it? Or Women Writing yeah. Men. Yeah, I'm gonna to have to ask the obvious question because it's a gen- the main cl- character is a female and is wrought by a man now. How- did you think he got to grips with writing women in this book?
1: I didn't really notice anything wrong with it. And I just sort of automatically assumed a woman had wrote it, to be honest. I didn't pick up anything apart, oh, we don't know what he's talking about with women.
0: Yeah, I think it didn't we've both read books before now when it's been badly, badly wrote, on it, so. That, but no, that side of things, I thought it seemed pretty competent. and it seemed to go simply okay. So, right. So it, what did you like about this book, Amanda,
1: I liked the idea of it. I think it was a really good idea. And what I found interesting is just how it raises a lot of questions, like if somebody's cloned and they look like someone else, does that make them the person or are they somebody different?
0: Yeah, it's very, really, it does, and it made me think of the case where, like, 18 months of the human cycle of life, a person had changed a lot in 18 months, so when she woke up, didn't she, it like, 18 months later, she would have been, she didn't know what had gone on in the 18 months, missing how it had changed her life, and, and yeah, there was, I've there's had,
1: a bit in it as well, where she's talking to somebody, and she's said to them that she's not the same person that you know, the original was. And then she says something else to them, and she's like, it's the person says, Oh, that's strange you've said that because that's exactly what your original said to me before. <laughs> no, it's interesting. So it's, but, like, yeah. it's like you technically you are the same person to down. And is it is it your memories that make you who you are, or is it something else?
0: I think it's experience a lot of it, and that's what I think The book I was really getting at. You're right, it's had some very, very interesting ideas in it. And um if I'm honest, I will come on the weakness wait and more, but there's a few bits at the beginning I wasn't very happy with it. But I felt the world itself set up pretty well, wasn't it? Because, like, it's set in the near future, We're not obviously, like, what was it about? I think it was 30 years in the future, wasn't it? It's
1: something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's probably about, just about right enough to get away with that idea of what he tried then. So, But anyway, what else did you like about this book, Amanda? Um...
1: I think that was mostly it, really. I didn't hate the book. But it's just... I didn't think every day, oh, I've got to get this book and it's fantastic and I can't wait to see what's going to happen. It was yeah. just like, an okay book to read then. And all that. The entire podcast.
0: Yeah, the same for me, really. Because obviously, people are wondering how we found out about this book. It came through Amazon First Reads. Now, obviously, I'm a member of Amazon Prime and Amanda's not now. But when... We, we have a running joke, Amanda, don't we? When we go through Amazon Prime, our first reads every month, is there going to be any decent books on it this month?
1: Yeah. As a, as a Prime member, you get it for free, and if I want the copy, I've got to pay 99 pence.
0: I think for 99 pence, if I'm honest, there are no disrespect to the writer here. That It was probably that sort of pot boiler, It was probably worth it. You wouldn't have paid more. I wouldn't, particularly after the book started, I'll come on to something weakness in a minute. It was... um. I felt myself ninety nine pence was probably about pushing it. To be honest, I don't think I'd have paid any more than that. True, but told you.
1: No, I, I don't tend to. I know, like I know how much I write it myself. That a lot of work goes into it. But I also believe that if you've got the kind of backing and you're going to get a lot of publicity, and you list your book at ninety nine pence, it's actually a good thing because you're going to get thousands, maybe even tens of thousands, of people buying it. If you list it at two ninety nine or five ninety nine, it's like you might only get a few hundred. So you actually get more by listing it cheaper. If that makes sense.
0: I think particularly when this is like the first book in the series, because I don't know if you spotted it, Amanda, when about the author. The author's wrote another series, which mentioned in the blurb, and there's five books in that series. Was it six maybe? And he's taking I think it was six actually. And he's taking a break to write this series now for a while. So I said he you can see can see straight away if he's done that. This is a fairly major publishing house as well. He's got, like, um, obviously, quite a bit of backing. So, you'd have thought, in some ways, is the book, and I'll come on to the weakness in a minute, would probably been better than what it was. Because, like I said, but I've got to, let's just jump into the weaknesses. I want to ask you a few questions about this. Okay. What did you think of the use of the characters of the men in this book?
1: I just felt like they could have like all merged into the same person or a couple of people. I just couldn't distinguish between them very well.
0: Yeah, that was my weakness in the book, my first weakness in the book, because there was only one male character I came out with any sympathy for and they killed him off right at the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) I thought myself, I thought that's gonna make life hard for a second book, because there was a number of male characters that were pretty crucial and sympathetic. And you have got to haven't the tell me if you, tell me what you think. it has been a novelist yourself. it's, it's great when you've got a really compelling major character, and I felt she was quite she was pretty compelling character. But you've got to back it up with really good backing characters, haven't you?
1: Yeah.
0: And I think, do you, what do you think? Do you think that was a mistake you made in this book?
1: I've felt like the whole. I mean, the ending it was quite far fetched.
0: Oh, MD was ridiculous. That's I was my, like, ma- my major weakness. That is.
1: <laughs> yeah, the book was fairly reasonable to a certain point, and then it just got to the point where it's like I just don't feel like this is realistic anymore. It's like I know it's like science fiction, but you've just got to believe it in the context of the book, and I didn't.
0: Yeah, that's the last fifty pages or so, where, and we don't want to give too much away, do we? But like I said when you got twist after twist coming up, and and it was um. It was. I think that's the problem I had with it really because I think the last 50 pages it had been building up for a while. Like I said with it, there's lots of twists on top of it and I think it's one of those ones where it could have easily been a 9 out of 10 this book, really, really easily. But there was little things in it that bugged me a lot in it, if you know what I mean with it. As I was taught thinking mm-hmm. of the male characters, I didn't like. They were too 2D in places. But you got to... Tell me if you agree with this one, Don, The up to the last 50 pages it's got the stage where twist after twist to build up didn't it I and mean, then for me it came close to choking the tension of everything in it with too much subplots, too much twists yeah. and stuff
1: i think you can do too much sometimes i mean people just like they're writing books and they're thinking i'm going to do this twist in there but everyone's looking for a twist so then i'm going to do this and that and that and i'm just going to throw everything on top of it
0: yeah, that's pretty well I felt towards this first this first this book generation. It was it was the first book in the series and it might pick up on the second book when he calms it down to it, it felt he it was he was overdoing it. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's why is there anything else you want to discuss with this book, Amanda?
1: I think the only other annoying thing was there was some pretty sort of basic grammar errors that should have been picked up by an editor. And that a decent offer shouldn't have even made in the first place and they just slipped through them there. And it's like, if you've got something like Amazon, these different in quality and their uh, editing. Or what's the advantage of going with a publisher of the deal?
0: Yeah, no, I agree completely, Mando, that is. Does that's a question? I had a bit of an issue with the first 20 pages or so. Where it seemed to be, seemed to be a bit of almost out of place what came in the book. And you could have probably lost that and started up when she woke up in the clone body. Because a bit before it, I think it was a flashback, or something, and it didn't quite work for me. So, but it is what it is, I always say, in any way, for the book. So. so, right, Amanda, I think we should, is there anything else you need to talk about this book for market? I
1: did notice something, actually, when I was just marking my book on Goodreads as I finished it. Hmm. And a lot of people were saying that the author kept mentioning what race people were. And it's like, I almost somehow missed that, because I didn't notice anything like that.
0: No, I didn't either. Again, that perhaps... It sounded like to me that he, he was telegraphing things a bit too much and not you so... It's an interesting point, certainly, so... Like I said, it's... You think about it, yeah... If he's doing that, is he just I don't know, I don't like using this term. Is he just doing it to try and place the place a race card even? I've, I'm not happy saying I,
1: that. I didn't, I didn't notice anything in the book and sometimes it's like maybe I just missed it, but and as an author myself and I've had books where people have said stuff and I've automatically known, well, that's not right. It's like so sometimes people just maybe imagine it or get confused. I don't know but yeah. I didn't notice it. like yes. I, I had someone in one of my books once say that there was an ancestral relationship in there, and there wasn't. <laughs> really? That's it. Well, and I even, like, we re-edited the book and went back through it, looking for it, in case, like, I don't know, I got drunk on Bailey's one night, but it wasn't there.
0: <laughs> very, very weird. But well, you've had that um, with a book before now where... Somebody wrote a review and it had missed the point completely, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I think once you put your yeah. work out there, people are just going to see something, and it's not necessarily there. So it might yeah. say more about them than anything else. I don't know.
0: Mm. That's a point. But looking at what you had here, with your case here, this does ask um, This book certainly does ask a few questions, and it was. It wasn't. Like I said if lots of people are saying that in reviews. I've not seen it, to be frank, don't you? But and you, said, you said you didn't really know it either. So I don't know. To be it's a funny one. So anyway, should we get this marked? Yeah. Okay. I'll go first then. Okay. What do you reckon I'll give in this book? I think probably seven. 7.5. So it was a, it was, it should have been a better book than what it was really. So, and you, Banda?
1: I'm giving it seven because it's a recommendation, but just about. But I'm probably not going to read the rest of the series.
0: Yeah, the second one's out in September time next year, so you'd hope he, he thinks this going through a bit more for the second one, but who knows? Well, and see, if it comes up on Amazon first, good first reads again, I might go for it, watch his face. So. Anyway, Amanda. Amanda Nicholson.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay. And <laughs> we're going to insert the wedding theme tune in between each book. <laughs> is that, is that
0: the, new, the, new jingle, the new jingle then, is it?
1: Yeah, if you say reading in bed over the top of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Du, 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 reading in bed. Reading in bed. Du, du, reading in bed.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Reading in bed.
0: <laughs> right, guys, we'll take a quick break here, okay? Let Amanda calm down because you're getting excited here, definitely. <laughs> right, say bye, Amanda. Bye. Let's see you on a minute. Reading and reading bed. and better. Reading, reading, reading now, anyone's wondering here. We're just a bit of a giggle there. We're going to draw on the break because this is the first time Amanda's used Zoom since um, obviously her account since we got married. And and the first half it had Amanda still still showing. And she just, what did you just do, Amanda? Then?
1: I've just updated my name on Zoom.
0: Yeah, I think she was doing it just trying to try and confuse me then, and I spotted it straight away because I've got an eagle eye, that's why, right? So a bit like I know Amanda's doing her uh, uh, first solar book this month now, Amanda, aren't you? Yeah. What is it?
1: It's called Near Mortal, and it's by Julia Alte.
0: Okay, well, do you give us a blurb?
1: In the future where Earth's continents have collided, eradicating the majority of the landmass, cultural restructuring has become imperative. As a genetic anomaly is disp- exposed, causing a subsection of the human race to live centuries longer than a typical lifespan, there is a divide between this new species and the rest of humanity. Mandy, having fought against this segregation for over a decade, is looking for a solution to unite her kind with the rest of the world. On assignment to seduce the only true immortal known in its existence, Mandy quickly learns determining friend from foe can be a troublesome affair
0: interesting now this is one of your books you get on that um thinking was wasn't it pigeonhole Pigeon. i think got it's a pigeonhole book this so what made you want to go with this book first of all
1: i think i just like the sound of it and obviously the main character is called mandy which is pretty similar to my name so
0: yeah well that's fair <laughs> enough that's no surprise knowing you amanda because well i was going to say to that <laughs> no no that's fair play fair play so now Obviously, we've read pigeonhole book. For people that don't know what pigeonhole is, would you like to explain, first of all, Amanda? So
1: you get a stave every day, which is like an extract to me, and you read the whole book over a certain amount of days, which is usually over 10 days.
0: And was this a 10-day one, then, was it, I take it? I think it was, yeah. Oh, no, cool, cool. OK, then, we'll give us a the strengths, then.
1: It was a really interesting idea, so you've got... Like, it's futuristic again, and the world's changed, and there's, like, I suppose, I don't know what's happened to the world, but it's it's overcrowded, basically. And then there's, like, a sort of race of people that are near mortal, so they live for hundreds of years. And then there's a man who's immortal who basically lives forever. And oh, yeah. Mandy's, Mandy's assignment is to seduce him without him knowing what she's doing and try to have a baby so that this man can, who's in charge of the company, well, he's got his own agenda, so I'm not going to ruin what it is.
0: Yeah, it's clearly, it clearly the book book's full, got some twists in it, so that's for sure of it. So. Okay, so obviously, we've been a pigeonhole book then, and I always have to ask you the same question. Was it over, it would it have been over 10 days? How was the pacing of it then for you? Was 10 days about right time for you to read it? Hopefully yeah, it
1: was really good actually because I didn't feel like it was dragging. In fact, I wanted it to be, I would have read more, I think. But it's just got to the end and then you got to wait until the next day. So I probably would have read the whole thing quicker if I had the book.
0: I know you've had some books in past Pigeon Holes and it's been a bit of a, <laughs> a struggle to get through, hasn't it? Yeah, books.
1: sometimes you, it'll entice you in and it'll tell you that it's like 20 or 30 minutes each part and then you'll find yourself taking an hour to read each part, which is a little bit more than that, really, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, straight away. Okay, tell us tell us about the major characters in the book, then.
1: So you've got Mandy who's in the immortal and you've got Peter who's in the mortal and... I thought the characters were quite well defined. I know some people have criticised it on Goodreads and felt that like they were a bit 2D, but I didn't feel like that. I just felt like they were sort of quite human, even though it's set in the future and it's sort of a different setting. And the both had different flaws. And then there's something else that gets revealed later on that I'm not going to reveal. Because Peter seems to think that he's like a woman magnet and he's always seducing women, but there's a little bit of a twist to that, so that's all I'm going to say.
0: Yeah, no, that's bad play. Bad play, it's straight away, that's been the case, and keep it, keep it secret to make people want to read the book. Now, obviously, um, what was the backing cast like in this book? Because we were talking about that in Constance in the first part of this podcast today, where neither of us really liked the backing cast a or did we? So did this book seem better paced out to you?
1: Yeah, so the character that's got his own agenda and wants to get rid of immortals and the immortals and he's doing his own tests and stuff like that, uh, he felt quite fleshed out. But then there were a few sort of minor characters and I don't think they were sort of as well-developed as the rest of the characters in the book.
0: Yeah, no, I'm getting completely then that in the case. So. Okay, then. Is there anything else we need to touch on today with the strengths of this book? Were we are going to weaknesses.
1: No, I think that's it really. The plot felt believable. I didn't yes. see anything out of place.
0: It looks looks like the pacing in the book was fairly good, so that's obviously a good sign as well. So excellent. Okay. Was there anything about this book you didn't really like?
1: Um, not so much what I didn't like. I just think I'm sort of a casual sci-fi fan. I'm not like into reading everything and like the more like out, out of this world, the better kind of thing. And I think like the people that do prefer like the all out of this world stuff, they didn't seem to enjoy it as much. So it's probably aimed someone who just like enjoys reading science fiction and this so often rather than is obsessed with it.
0: Yeah, in your case, like this one, you've read two science fiction books now, haven't you, really? So yeah, <laughs> a typical I'm, I'm
1: science fiction, don't know.
0: No. <laughs> I bet you are completely that one. So okay, so there's nothing else we need to talk about the weaknesses of this book, then, is it? We go no. to the market. Okay, that been the case. Then? Do you want to tell us what mark you're going to give this book?
1: I'm going to give it a four stars out of five. And it's actually the first. I
0: say eight, eight out of ten, basically, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So. It's actually the first in the series as well. So, and it did it ended on like a cliffhanger. So, this one I probably will want to read the next one to it.
0: But has there been revealed yet when the second book's coming out yet or anything? Um,
1: probably about. Usually, about a year between them, isn't there?
0: Yeah, usually, yeah. Oh, good, but yeah, that's what keeps informed and how it goes. And okay, Amanda, that is the end of part two, isn't it? Yeah, what hints do you want of me for the third my solo book in the part three?
1: Give me a
0: clue. You are not allowed to have clues. That's that's what the set the major character in this book would say, okay?
1: Oh, don't like him already. No, <laughs> I don't <guys>.
0: for you, don't you <laughs> your sort stuff, stunts he pulled in this one. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, then, well, that's the end of part two, guys. So Manda. Hi. See, look at that, see it. See, changed her name, she just still knows what she's doing. Know <laughs> your role, don't you, mate? As somebody you like says. So <laughs> yeah. so. See you in on one minute. Reading and reading bed. in bed. bed. Reading and
1: reading and reading and back to reading and bed and me, and Nicholson, and
0: Andy. Okay, it's my M. Okay, and my and now, and this is my surprise, Amanda. Who my solo book is from and month as well. It is another Greg reading book, and this one is called The Program.
1: Okay, so do you want to start with the
0: blurb i will do okay this is um this is the second book in a series actually of um, a tim man i am not wrote his name now <laughs> very helpful um the second book in a series of tim rackley's books of Greg huts did and these books are done before he did his nowhere man series so in this powerful follow-up to his action-packed thriller the kill clause greg huts the new master of pulse-pounding suspense, ratchets up the excitement to another sensational page-turner featuring Tim Rackley, a driven lawman motivated by honour, morality and a deep of justice. Called back into the fold of the US Marshals Service, Tim is tasked with retrieving Lee Hennings, the daughter of a powerful Hollywood producer, from a mind-controlled cult. As Tim wends his way Deep undercover into an incestuous operation called the Programme, he confronts a brand of mind warping manipulation beyond his worst expectations. Tim becomes amenished with a diverse band of characters, from the charismatic mesmerized leader TD Betters to a cult reject burnout to the intelligent yet highly vulnerable Leah Self, and finds himself caught inside a shadowy landscape of lies, manipulation, and terror. At stake, innocent minds, maybe even his own.
1: Oh, So for people that don't know, and most people do know because you've reviewed so many of his books, <laughs> yeah. what yep. have you also read by this author?
0: And mostly it's just been his Nowhere Man series because there's been six of them so far. And that's, that's basically like, um, I don't want to give too much away of it, this is quite a different character. The Nowhere Man to kind of like... Government secret agent Hitman, basically, and he's basically I like him he just does take shit basically. That's why there's no messing around, and I would have loved to seen him in this sort of situation because he would have probably waited outside the counter, called the shot, shot that he shooting people dead. But this is a very this is quite different, man to So, do you want me to tell you a bit about the first book in this series?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. In this book, there's four them in this series, and I don't want to read any anymore now. Um, The first book focuses on Tim Rackley, who in the first book of this series was a member of the Justice Department who was excommended after his daughter was killed and he went on the rampage. So, now what happened was at the end of that book he basically got thrown out of the the Justice Department and he gets brought back into the Justice Department by a Hollywood producer and basically his organisation gets paid to bring him back on the books to send him, let him loose at these people. That's why. So it, it's one of those ones where, what do you think about a series of books, of underwear? do you always believe it should be quite easy to pick, pick up a book in the second series, second book of a series? I
1: think so. Sometimes it just depends.
0: Yeah. This one here, it was, I, I knew what happened in the first book, but it wasn't like, you know what I mean? Lady not rammed in your face. So that's why. So it's that, that worked really well on it. And it also worked, I think, Holtz, Greg Holtz here, it he felt to me he'd done his research through his cult, and there was a lot of detail about the methodology behind the aggressive recruitment techniques. That was that was quite eye opening. I'll say that for it straight away, look for that. So that's why. And obviously, like, what else do you want me to tell you about this book? Um, we'll
1: see anything. I don't I
0: Stood out for you before we move on to any bad points. Um yeah, I felt myself the cult thing was really well, well really well wrote and the book was pretty well paced as you were. were. you doing tell me if you think this were novels? It usually has to be in like three or four parts really, you done it.
1: Yeah.
0: He felt to me he'd done it in three acts basically, where he got to part third, the third third of the book and he went into the cult round about that point. Then round round right with the last third to go, he broke out of the court basically, and then had to go back in and deal with deal with the resolution. So, it was pretty well spot on. I felt to be honest, with you. And, uh, I felt as well the main character when he was obviously vulnerable after after losing his daughter in the last book, and he killed the bloke that did it basically. And I think, you know what I mean. I think that played in his mind a lot. Yeah, and I didn't think he was in any in real danger i have been converted into joining the cult, but was presented just flawed enough to show what damage it did after the event, after the event led up to the death of his daughter, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's why. Um, do you want me to go to weaknesses? Yeah. Okay, is there anything specific you want to go through in the weaknesses?
1: Um, did you find yourself comparing it to the other books a lot and thinking, <laughs> oh, well, this won't happen in that book?
0: Yeah, I wanted to, want to see... Um, uh, you would Smock let loose at this cult, basically. Because I'm giving the book in <laughs> have been I want 300 pages. He like, would, would, would have wiped a lot of them out, basically. Yeah, you'll have
1: to do a cuss-over book then.
0: <laughs> I would love to see, to be honest, like Jack Reacher let, let loose in this cult, because there was loads of them, and they're, they're obviously, like, they're a lot of the hired muscle, and uh, it was based on one where you just needed someone, like, perhaps a bit more direct sometimes. This detective was... It, the book itself I think it was probably a bit long term. sure it? it was 460 pages long and you tell me you get that say that's a bit that's a fair whack of reading really isn't it
1: yeah that, that's like two books almost
0: Yeah, and i felt he could it flagged in the middle true be told you and I felt the ending was a bit rushed as well and it cut off seemed too quick so um there's what know what a major problem I had with this book was
1: yeah
0: there was a scene in it when I've got to explain, first of all, um, a lot, the major cult guy in it, so I've told the name before, it was very, very creepy. And you can see he was a scam artist really quickly. But he had a load of virgin women round him and he called them these lilies. Mm-hmm. And do you want to know, he wouldn't, what happened was, he used to palm them off to his men when he finished them. He had no use for them, basically. But to have to let his men take their virginity and then he didn't need them anymore. But there was one where, one girl, obviously that young girl, and it had a lot of trouble, mental trouble, and basically, they palmed her off with the man, and she came back, tried to come back to him, and after after being basically sexually sexually abused, and he not about what to do with her, and she basically ran away, then came back, and then basically, and they took her out and killed her, quite graphically, at the edge of the compound, and but the trouble is, the detective wasn't wasn't that far away from that, and he knew what they were going to do to her, and I want very comfortable the fact like he didn't didn't take action on it yeah that's off what you know what i mean that was a bit and i don't i don't want that bit johnson but, but i said but listen either way it it's got its little flaws in the book i felt did feel as a well-wrote book however and i didn't realize after i finished it he actually wrote in 2006 says johnson so he'd been writing this i think was his second novel yeah. You think 15 years later, you're still doing novels and stuff like that. And your second novel is not as good as what came, but it's still a fair fist, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Is there anything you want to know of me, Mandaranis? I
1: don't think
0: so. Is there any final things you want to say before you? Can uh, that? Let's check my notes in this one. Uh, mm. Yeah, I felt a bit like in a Constance book before. I felt most of the force of lock of the backing characters did merge into one a bit in places with this. and they perhaps parts were a bit too rough sketched to sketch out of my personal taste. And I think you can see that as a writer, you improved it, making the backing cast better as you started writing more novels. But again, I was worth it. I enjoyed it.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Do you want the marking?
1: Yeah.
0: What do you think I'm going to give this? Oh, I think
1: it's probably going to be at least an A.
0: It's an eight, it's an eight, so it's not, it wasn't the Nowhere Man books, and um, there's another three in the series, and I probably will read them at some point, but I'm going to wait for, I know Nowhere Man book seven's out next year, and I'm going to wait for that next to his writer's books. so I'm looking forward to that more, so. Okay, Amanda.
1: So, what are we doing next,
0: then? You tell me.
1: We're doing something that we've got to bleed power, otherwise we'll have to mark the episode as explicit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, people are wondering, that's just by the title. So, yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, the book itself is certainly the most colourful book I've read for a while, but we'll come on to that shortly, won't we, Amanda? Yeah. Right, say bye, Amanda. Bye. See you in a minute, guys. Reading in Bed. Reading in Bed.
1: Reading in Bed. Welcome back to Reading in Bed. And these and the end, and I
0: am Amanda Nicholson. I think, right? <laughs> I think okay, Amanda. I'm gonna let you have the pleasure of introducing the title of his next book.
1: Okay, so you can guess what the last word is it's dating what the bleep.
0: Yeah, and it's by, <laughs> it's
1: by Laurie L. Hardaker.
0: Now, do you want me to do the blurb or do you want to do the blurb?
1: You could do the blurb.
0: Okay, right. And Laurie L. Hardacker is a first time author who unfortunately has been, been dating for over 20 years. The stories she has accumulated and her opinions on dating will cause others laughter, joy, pain, and tears. She's emotionally, mentally, and physically exhausted from the dating roller coaster she has been on and tells it like it is no holes barred. She shares real life and other time unbroadcastable stories from experiences. And the experienced opinions of other singles. This book is no, in no way a self-help book, so don't read it if you're looking to make sense of the world of dating. Read it, or if you have or been single or dating or looking for others to, to commiserate with. With all that being said, put your seat in the tight position, lock yourself in, grab the bath bag located in the seat in front of you, hang on tight, and enjoy the ride. Okay, yeah, Amanda, Strength
1: I Um, think the book's relatable to most people in one way or another.
0: Yeah, this, what she did, I think, really well with this one, so tell me, I don't know, how quickly did you read this book, Amanda?
1: In a space of possibly a week and a half, I think it was.
0: I think I read it in three days, three or four days. I read it really quickly. It was quite, I think the style she wrote it in suited her really well with this one. It, It was pretty easy to read, wasn't it? Yeah, and and in what i don't i don't seem to recall was it about 200 pages it's it a fairly brief book wasn't it yeah yeah i agree with you and the, tell, tell people the on the relatability in and just people know what you mean
1: well as some people know we met through a dating site, and before that i can't speak for you but I met a lot of questionable people on and offline and <laughs> had a lot of experiences, some that i never forget.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so some you've wrote about in your own dating book as well, haven't you? So, love yeah. dates over nightmares. I've never, I was never really a massive dating before we got together. Nothing I had next. I wasn't. I just lived my life really a lot of the time. And so I've got an ex, an ex or two that i probably best left forgot about. But I said, that is, it is what it is. But yeah, I think, with the book, and I don't, it's quite, I found it quite interesting, the fact was, she was quite a no-holds-barred book, really, in the journey, the way society has changed in relation to dating, since she joined the dating world. I know she's about my age, and some of the um, stories she went on about it made me embarrassed to be a man of this book, do
1: yeah, it was. I can see why some people wouldn't like it because it was very raw and it was just like a stream of consciousness. Like, it was as if she just sat down and just wrote everything that came into her head. And it's yeah. like some people might prefer it to be more far out. But yeah, I it's, think, quite for me, I didn't have a problem with it. I found it quite entertaining.
0: I did, and I think that's the weaknesses of it, really, as well. Because we'll talk about it more generally than the last book here. I think you're dead right with that, Amanda. It's one of those sort of books where it's that raw. And the stream of consciousness standing on it, it wouldn't suit everybody. I I have no issue with it like you. I enjoyed it. I thought it was e- probably the easiest book I've read this month for is to read by some distance. And oh I like, you could feel the you got you understood her as a person by the end of it, didn't you, Illis Bones? Yeah.
1: I hope she's still got a dating profile as well. She puts a link to this book in the dating profile.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good, that's a good idea. i have going to have to drop her an email after this, let her know it's live. And yeah, Laurie, do it. <laughs> <I would. laughs> but if you look at the website it's the website's covering all kinds of things on, on top of it here. So it's quite an unusual book list, really, because have you read a book like this before, Amanda, really? I can't say that I have, actually. Yeah. And it was it was just quite an unusual book because this the ideas behind it was and I'd like to you'd like the research you did in this book because she's quoting an awful massive map material in places. Yeah. That's why, but yeah, yeah. No, it's good it was a good book. It was really worth your time. Read this whenever I felt straight away with it. So no complaints my side of it. So is there anything else you want to discuss with this book, Amanda?
1: Um, no, there's nothing I can think of. I mean, you're not going to be able to relate to everything because a lot of it's either her personal experience or other people's personal experience. But I think most people are going to recognize something in this if they've been online dating.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's, do you think it's more aimed at the female market, this book the Mandarin, the male market?
1: Possibly, but I think she did mention some male friends that she taught, didn't she, as well? I'm sure she did.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did in that as well. So like I said, but no, I said it was. It was. It was a very enjoyable book. It was. I think you're right in what you said, Amanda. The bluntness in the book in places. It's. It was straight in your face, John. It wasn't it. It's fair play to her. Fair play to her. Like when you have got that, that sort of story to tell, I think you should really just get, just get out and tell it. That's what she did really. So that's why. And it's. I think it's that sort of book that she's wrote. She could easily do a follow up book on this. She could. Yeah. Like I said, more dating, what the F, part two isn't like that. Yeah. That's why, but no, I agree, I agree. Got really good stuff, so. Okay, um, is there anything on, we just talked more generally about this, Amanda. Was there anything you didn't like about the book, really?
1: No, not really. I mean, I did, I did like, feel like I was listening to somebody just talk constantly, but it was entertaining for most of it.
0: Yeah, I thought so as well. It was really entertaining and it was a really, really good book to enjoy. And to definitely relax. so, definitely with that. So, right, Amanda, should we give this a markings?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, ladies first.
1: I'm going to give it eight out of 10.
0: Guess what I'm giving this book, Amanda?
1: Eight out of 10.
0: Correct. Okay. Now, see. Do, 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 do. What's the same news, Amanda? There, is it?
1: side Psycho,
0: calls. yeah <laughs> that's what we are they're both and and it's obviously we're bearing in mind and we do do we do our reviews we don't look at each other's notes do we so again if no, we're doing joint notes
1: i can't even see you because we've turned the video off
0: now yeah because unfortunately the, the zoom went down before and a bit so that's why but yeah it was it was one of those little sort of books i think we're pretty well probably well on the same lines of it really so right anyway guys and girls that is it for the September episode of Reading Reading in Bed. Bed. Yeah. Now we are coming back in October, of course. And as we're going to be on our honeymoon, who knows how many books we're going to have read by then, aren't we? So, I'm planning on
1: doing an audio book, but I don't know which audio book
0: here. Oh, fair play. No, fair play. So, and what's the joint book we're doing, Amanda?
1: It's called Celador, and it's by Jackson Arthur. And it's yeah. a collection of short horror stories, which is fitting since October is Halloween. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Now obviously people want the preview on this. It's um it's been a reading about extract this one on it hasn't it? Fairly recently yeah, as well.
1: I did the beginning of one of the
0: short stories. It's very good as well, actually. I remember that episode. So okay. Uh I've got I'm good at the book with Amanda, of course the book i'm currently reading is by a gentleman called keith a I'm trying, to, trying to read it it's jamming on me <laughs> um, keith a pearson i think it is and it's called the 86 fix and that's kind of like um, a the future sort of science fiction book i'm reading that currently so that'll definitely be my solar one of my solar books next month and i have got as well i don't know if i will review this yet Jan Martel's Life of Pi as well, which was a film that people have seen the film as well at one point as well. So I've got that to read as well. So, And I know you're not sure what your books are going to be yet, Amanda, are you? No, well,
1: there's one that I wanted to get hold of and I've got it now and I'm hoping to get around to reading it before October, but we'll see.
0: Yeah, watch your Space Guys and Girls. Sir. But anyway, so that is it for today then. We're going to love you and leave you. Amanda Nicholson. Bye. See you all soon guys. Take care. Bye. reading in reading and reading, in and